Hope you're doing well as you've joined us for today's edition of the Broadway Bulletin. We have two fabulous shows to fill you in on today. So join us, won't you? Our first show takes us back to the public theater where we saw a new production, Out of Time. This was very well written and very well performed. It was a lovely evening of monologues. Five performers, five monologues, all about 30 minutes of pop. Okay? Which sounds very long, but I promise, they're well worth it. Very powerful stories. Um, there's a document, documentarian, um, a someone who works on an election, a woman who's uh, <clears throat> sending a message regarding her genes, um, a guy who talks about his past and his two wives and growing up in Japan, and then another woman who's an author and kind of talking about cancel culture and stuff like that. Hmm, okay. They are all AAPI people. AAPI? I think I got that right. Um, and I will say the first act, which had the documentarian the election and the woman talking about her genes they um they related to me the most um and the reason why is because the documentarian says to take a risk it's important that when it comes to art you must always take a risk the election woman, the one who talks about the election, it's regarding the 2016 election, says, you have to overcome fear. You can never be afraid to do something. And then the one who talks about her genes, she's got the special gene, a certain gene that basically means she's going to get cancer. And she says, you know, you can't let your genes win. You must continue to live. Yeah, da, 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 da. And having something in my genes that has given me something that I couldn't control kind of thing. I was like, I really relate to this. All of the five stories have one thing in common. They're overcoming loss and they're overcoming fear, which I thought was a really important thing. And they're written in the now because they all do mention like the pandemic and things like that. Like I love how the uh, the last uh, performer comes out and she goes, how are you all doing? And it's actually like addressing it. She goes, no answer. Like, do you guys feel comfortable? I'll be in here. I'll tell you, I don't. I don't think I'll ever feel comfortable being in a room with this many people again. You know? And it, it it makes a good point, you know? When will we feel comfortable being around each other? Isn't it weird to think it's only been two years? You know, I am 33. The bulk of my life, 31 years, never had a problem being around people. Two years of my life, I've had to spend now more isolated... How long until I feel comfortable being in a crowd again? Yeah. That's just mind-boggling. So anyway, the set was simple. It just had all these like different flowy sheer curtains that would open and close. I love the use of the mixed media. Um, they used the, the, for instance, the woman with her jeans. They filmed her. And so she's kind of further back and facing the wings, being on camera, on a closed-circuit camera. And... Um, She's so she's it's it's closed circuit TV, but they have a TV out in the stage, so it's like do we watch her and her profile? Do we watch the TV? So I thought that was clever, and then different lighting to light people. Um, 
And like I said, I love that all the performers were AAPI, which was amazing. That's proof of more diversity on our stages. So I encourage you, go see these, go hear these stories. So, Tickets for this show playing at the Public Theater are on sale through March 13th, 2022. Our second show had us going to a new theater to see a new show. For this, we ventured to the Flea Theater, where we saw Arden, but not without you. Whew. Okay. I was a few minutes late for this. Okay. Um, but I didn't miss too much. This is a beautiful piece of performance art. That's important to know about the show. Um, and I'm glad because the first bit clued me into that. When I arrived, there were these people, like, chanting in, like, a Hindu-style chant, right? They were staring at each other, and they were chanting in a Hindu-style chant. Um, and then I was told, I was because I was late, I wasn't going to have time to fill out a card. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. Turns out later in this chant, they would read these cards that audience members had filled out, and they incorporate them in the chant. Oh. And, like, one of the questions was, when was, when was the last time you touched someone? So, uh, what is one of your fears, I think, was the other one. So, you know, okay, fine. And so it was just kind of like, all right, whatever that is. Um, but just based on that, I was like, okay, this isn't a regular show. And my mind immediately switched gears. And I was like, okay. Because sometimes when I go in expecting a normal show and I get performance art, I'm like, what the heck? So anyway, so knowing that, we begin. Like I said, very high art. Um, you had like these chants. This house is fraught. This house is fraught. All this. There was tracing the stage. There was pulling energy from people. We were meditating. Um, we invite you. I mean, I remember this stuff, you know. Um, but the vocals were beautiful. The talent was brilliant. Um... Which is great. The songs weren't very, like, lyrically heavy, but the power and subtext by which they were performed was amazing, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and the overall subtext and message was amazing. A lot of race-based issues, believe it or not, were the heart of this. Okay. Which was really, really good. Um, there was a real sense of connectivity with the performers, especially given the intimate space. Um, you know... What was that thing that Michael used to make us do before improv? Was it Suzuki? The mm -hmm. Suzuki method? And we had to use the move together. Mm -hmm. It was that kind of thing. That awareness of moving together as one. You definitely felt that among the performers. So like there was a moment where there's this man who's walking around the space. And he's saying the same thing over and over. But like in a Meisner way where it, it has a different effect every time. But he's making eye contact with everyone. Well around them is... A female presenting person mm -hmm. and they're it looks like they're almost like pulling energy out of him okay and but also like guiding him with their hands but without touching okay so it's that omnipresent yeah 
spatial it's really really cool the lighting effects are really fun and the great use of mixed media the projections and such love the message of race and gender and sexuality this was really cool because everybody but one person was of color in the mm -hmm. cast and i also like that everybody but one was female presenting mm -hmm. see look at me i'm i'm getting better at that um and everybody was but um there, there was no sexuality wasn't clear but wasn't important does that make sense yes like it was there was mention of it by the singer right Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like we need to dwell on it. We're going to talk about everyone's sexual. It wasn't important. Um, at one point during one of the rock musical numbers, which, by the way, the, this older woman of color is the drummer. And I absolutely am all about it. Like grandma gets up who you would expect to be like in church on a Sunday, just, you know, waving her fan and that. She just gets up and she's been there like kind of going with it. And then she goes behind the drum kit and just kills it. And I was like. I want to be her best friend. Um, anyway, they're having this moment. They're like rocking out and everything. And the man previously I had mentioned puts on a pink wig. And now he's like living his best life. Like I said, it's performance art. I totally just had this like, oh my God, this is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> kind of moment. So it's high art and very high performance art. But in the end, it was a really fun night. And also I want to mention that this theater... Um, one of the cool things about it is they're dedicated to doing theater performed and put on by artists of color. So it's that's a unique thing about them and support this theater. Sadly, the show closed on March 6, 2022. And this concludes this episode of the Broadway Bulletin. Be sure to tune into our next edition coming out every Tuesday and Saturday. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez. And I'm Hope Bird. Reminding you to turn off your cell phones. Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at StageWhisperPod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blue by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Evan Schaefer and Billy Murray.